Hello, friends. Today we're taking a look at Deer and Company, ticker symbol DE. We'll be looking at the performance of the stock for the past five years, uh, look at some analyst comments and projections, uh, look at the last earnings report, and look at the last 10 years of revenue, earnings, free cash flow, and book value, as well as debt levels, dividend history, and try to find a fair value. Uh, welcome to once again to Money Talks with Martin Reyes, where we learn to take care of our money and f try to find great companies at great prices. Let's jump right into it. Uh, in the last five days, um, Deer has been going up for about 3%. I'm at 2.6%. In the last month, it is down 2.7%. In the last year, it is down to 5 almost 6%, uh, low numbers in the last 52 weeks. Um, it's somewhere around $345, and the the highest in the last 52 week is uh, $450. Uh, in the last five years, uh, deer has grown almost 150%, so those are really nice numbers, and this is part of the reason why a lot of investors like this company. Um, but as you can see, since to, since March of 2021, it has kind of traded flat for the past two years. Their they pay a dividend of $5.88, uh, which is about at 1.5%. They will be reporting earnings on February 16. And... Uh, and analysts are thinking that it might get back to uh, the the price in the next twelve months. Might hit the uh, close to the um, the fifty two week high um, of one hundred and fifty, one hundred and forty eight, which will be about a fifteen percent gain um, just on appreciation. For those that don't know who uh, Deer is, Deer is a company that makes uh, machinery. They're one of the biggest uh, sectors is agriculture. So they have three sectors. They have the um, the production and precision agriculture, in which they have the big company, the big um, uh, machines for for harvesting and planting, and they use a lot of GPS and 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 um, computer, you know, to do those things. Uh, they also have a small ag and turf, which is uh, lawnmowers and tractors. And they also do, um, uh, they have a section on machinery when it comes to construction and for forest forestry. So as you can see over here, uh, most of their sales, 54% of their sales come from the United States. Um, then there's 6% from Canada, 13% from Western Union. Uh, Western Europe, so that would be like Ukraine and all those areas, Poland. Uh, Central um, Europe is 4%, Latin American 4%, and the rest is about 9%. Uh, in the sectors, 48% of all their revenue their, their revenue comes from the big, big uh, production and precision agriculture, 25% on the small ag and turf, and then 27% on the construction and forestry. Let's jump into the last earnings rec uh, report that they 
they reported back in November 22nd of last year. They beat expectations um, with $8.32 or $8.26 in gap. Um, they beat by almost a dollar, and they also beat revenue by a um, million uh, $138 million. The upcoming earnings that we'll be reporting on February 15, and they're looking for a drop of almost 20%, um, somewhere around $5.21 uh, reporting, and uh, the estimate will be almost $3 billion less than last quarter. And as you can see here, in the last 90 days, there has been a revision. Um, there have been 21 revisions, and all of them has been down. If we go over here and look at the EPS um, uh, quarters uh, comparisons, the um, because this they're very seasonal because they had to do with agricultural. So I wanted to look compare the the forecast of this with um, the last year. Uh, forecast and last year, actually, uh, the consensus was five dollars and forty-seven cents, which is still a little higher from the consensus for right now. But they actually beat by almost a dollar. So hopefully, that's what happens again. Um, but as you can see, a lot of the um, a lot of the investors uh, of the um, uh, what's this called analyst are not thinking that they're going to be beating last year's um, um, numbers. So that will be something to pay attention to. Let's jump right into the, um, the Excel. But before that, if you like what you are looking at, what you're seeing, and if you would like to subscribe, just click the like uh, button or the subscription. Uh, if you are listening to us in podcast, please leave a comment too. Um, and also, uh, if you would like to get the Excel sheet that I'm going to uh, show you, you can go to Buy Me a Coffee, um, my page where I am going. I'm working on adding some additional perks for you guys, and just uh, be paying attention to that. Okay. When it comes to revenue, uh, they have been growing. They were very flat between 2014 and 2020 um, and then they experience experience a, a big growth um, so as you can see here in the last 10 years their CAGR growth is eight percent and the last five years almost 12 percent and the last five years when most of that growth has happened when it comes to earnings uh, you can see that in the last 10 years uh, they grew 15% CAGR, and in the five-year, almost 30%. So once again, they were flat for almost from 2014 to 2020, and then there has been an explosion on earnings. Uh, when it comes to profit margins, they the profit margin is 13.5%. Uh, um, free cash flow, once again, um, from 2014 to 2019, pretty flat. Then they jump really high, and they have kind of stayed um, uh, up there in the 20s per share, $20 per share, uh, except this uh, 2022 drop to almost half of that. Um, in the last 10 years, it has grown about 14%, and in 2020, 
and in the last five years, 32%. Those are great numbers, but I'm still a little worried about um, these big jumps, if they can continue that, um, because that can create a lot of issues. I know here in the United States, uh, there was a big bill that um, um, for construction and infrastructure, so a lot of these companies... Uh, probably got a lot of orders and, and money f coming from that. When it comes to free cash flow, they're under 10%, which is not bad. Uh, book value has been growing steady, uh, kind of steady, in the last 10 years, growing about 11.5%, um, and in the last five years, above 15%. Return on, invested, return on equity is 37%, which is great. Um, return on Assets is 7.5%, which is great. And then return on invested capital uh, at 10% is okay. When it comes to the dividend, the dividend has been growing, even though it was a little flat for almost four years. It's been growing since then. Uh, Kegger of 8.5% and 10% uh, in the last 10 years. Uh, with the payout ratio pretty low, which is good. That means that they have the the this the space to to increase the dividend um, the payer ratio is almost 17 percent when it comes to debt this is the part that i am a little um, concerned about the debt has been growing but not only that is that they are they it will take them 12 almost 13 years to pay their debt using their free cash flow in the average of the past five years and remember the average of the past five years is really really it's almost four times what it used to be. So if they were to go down back to the $5 or $6 average that they had, uh, I am kind of concerned of what is going to happen with this debt. Um, when it comes to shares, they have been, uh, in the past 10 years, uh, they have been buying back somewhere around 2.1%. Uh, 2 That's really good. And in the last five years, 1.74%, also really good. Um, analysts are projecting a decline, uh, just like I show you, uh, of about 5% in the upcoming five years from where they are right now. Uh, so with those numbers, let's look at the historical multiple valuation in which we look at the different per share um, numbers, and then we multiply them by the, five, the last five-year multiples. Uh, it gives us a fair price somewhere between 130, I mean, 321 dollars to 431 dollars. When we look at the payback time in which we grow, um, I know that uh, the analysts think that it's going to go down five percent. I uh, I think that they will still grow, um, especially because of some of the wars that are happening. Um, in agricultural areas, uh, Argentina might be a place of growth for them. So I'm I'm betting for a five percent. That will mean um, that the fair value is somewhere between four hundred to five hundred dollars a share using the cash flow analysis. Whenever we look at the discounted earning valuation, growing it at ten percent, um, and part of that is uh, they. One of the things that I notice here is that. Uh, 84% of their um, of their expenses are on cost of sales. So if they can get more efficient on this part, I think they could uh, um, they could definitely 
uh, improve on, on their margins here and um, get better results. So looking at that, the numbers will be somewhere between a fair value for uh, this stock will be somewhere between $300 and $484. Looking at owner's earnings valuation, we're looking somewhere between $420 to $490. When we put all the numbers together, it gives us a fair value somewhere between $453 to, um, if we take the average, we'll be a little bit more conservative, will be $340. Now, if we were to take what I like to do, especially companies that are uh, like this, um, not, that are nice, have good numbers, um, I probably like like to take the, the most of the um, average, which will be somewhere around 350 uh, no, it, the average will actually be, sorry, uh, almost $400. So if we just put a 10% margin of safety, uh, that will be somewhere around $357, which will take us to uh, back to the December prices. Um, so if if you would like more of a 15% margin of safety, you will have to kind of wait until it gets to the 340s. Now, once again, I am just a YouTuber. I am not a financial advisor. Uh, nothing that I say here is a financial advice. It, I'm just... Um, I'm just doing this for educational purposes. I hope that you enjoy today's video and hope to see you in the next one.